How does it start? No, it's easy. It's like, hi, I'm Isaac. I'm Nadia. And welcome to the table. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Nadia. I'm Nadia. (laughs) Hi, I'm Isaac. (laughs) And I'm Nadia. And welcome to the table where everyone gets to take a seat. Oh my gosh. Hey, friend. Hello. When was the last time I saw you? Uh, like literally yesterday, and it's been way too long. <laughs> it's been too long since I saw Nadia yesterday, and I was with Nadia all weekend, including yeah. Labor Day. So we've been together for a total of five days now. Wait, how's that? I thought that was like four days. Four days Wait, yesterday. Friday. Oh, today's yeah. the fifth day. Today's the fifth day. And still, this morning I woke up and I was like, I'm not spending the day with Isaac. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of offended when I got to work. <laughs> And Nadia wasn't there. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That's so weird. Yeah, it's wild. But how have you been today, friend? Today? Honestly, I had so much energy today. Well, actually, that's kind of a lie. First, I woke up, and I was like, I'm not going to do today. <laughs> like, there's just no way. Like, I think, like, we were at Bumbershoot all weekend, so <sighs> that just did a number on my body and my soul. And I woke up this morning with, like, the most exhaustion just in the core of my soul. And so I was like, I'm just going to close my eyes for 30 minutes. And 30 minutes later, I got up. And then all of a sudden, I had all of the energy that I had never seen in, like, the past three years of my life. That's so real, though. I feel the (laughs) same way. It was more of, like, yesterday was my, like, get-it-together day. And so I was hanging out with a friend all day long. And, like, we laid in the grass in a park for maybe an hour. It was hot. I was sweating, but it felt right. Right. <laughs> After this weekend, it felt okay. And I was like, this is great. But like today was like the weirdest Tuesday I've ever experienced in my whole entire life. It's a really bold statement. Yeah. I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> like that's that's exactly like, how I feel about the it. the worst Tuesday. Because it definitely was not the worst. Wait, weirdest. Weirdest. It could wow. have been the worst. I don't know. Weird and worst good day, though. are not syn- synonymous. So I think it, yeah, it, it was a good day. It was a good day, but it was weird. It was just weird. Mm. It wasn't the worst. Yeah, I've pretty, it's a pretty good Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> like when you think about it, it was a pretty good Tuesday. <laughs> it was a great Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I hope everybody else had a great Tuesday. <laughs> Me too. Anyway, so this is a new pause subcategory. Sub, wow. What are you trying to say? I won't know. That was the, I mean, I think you were trying to transition and it just like That was the worst. I'm so good at transitioning though. That's why. I know. That never happens to you. You're perfect. I know. This is so weird, man. Okay. What I was trying to say is there's a new segment Mm -hmm. and it is called Business of the Episode. So we find a local business that we want to shout out. um, That does really great work in the community of Seattle and beyond. And Right now, we're shouting out Raquel Garcia Martinez because she's hanging up in Nadia's house. Yes. It's like she's a local artist, which is amazing. Um, And I just like wandered into the station, which is a coffee shop in Beacon Hill, um, an amazing coffee shop in Beacon Hill, POC owned. And when I was there, there were people of color like everywhere, which is awesome. (laughs) And on the walls, there were prints from um, Raquel Garcia Martinez. And I just, like, had to get two of them. (laughs) I was sitting next to two, and I was just like, this just speaks to my heart, and I need to purchase them right now. And it was great because I just had to Venmo her right there. (laughs) And then I could just take them home and, I don't know. Was Was she there? No, but they were hanging up. Oops. Oops. They were hanging up on the walls, and, like, they just had little tags that said, 
you know, mm-hmm. all of her information. And it just said that you could just like Venmo her and then take them off the wall and walk out with them. Whoa, that's so wild. Imagine, I just didn't think of that. Like I know the coffee shops back in Lawrence. Like imagine if they could just Venmo the artist then and just take them off the walls. I mean, it was a really cool concept because I was really, I was just like, I think, like, I just want to walk away with these right now. And it was so funny because I was so uncertain about that method that I went to the front and talked to the barista. And I was like, are you sure that all I have to do? <laughs> I just want to confirm because I wanted this local artist to get her money. And, like, so, um, yeah, no, but she's a person of color. Mm-hmm. And um, her her the paintings that I got, um, both of them had black women on them. Um, one of them's called Talk to Me Sister, which is three, three um, well, women of color. And... Uh, it was it was just like a beautiful representation of women who organize and how they communicate with each other. Um, and you should go to her Instagram to check it out, which is at Raquel I T A G M. Yeah. And that is R-A-Q-U-E-L-I-T-G-M-A. Ooh, wow, I messed that up. Wow. R-A-Q-U-E-E. You did it. You messed it up twice. I know. We're losing our fans. (laughs) (laughs) We're losing our fans. Okay. Okay, Well, Raquel's Twitter, Instagram. Wow. I'm really messing up right now. (laughs) Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. (laughs) Raquel's Instagram is at R A Q U E L I T A G M. Shout out to Nadia for having the ability to spell. It's hard sometimes, you guys. It's super difficult. I'm struggling right now. Anyway, so today's segments, if you are just joining us and you don't know who we are and what this is, but this is your first episode, we have segments. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And so the segments are Dig In, where we dig into something that we want to talk about too much. That's not how I described it before, but that's why I'm describing it today. That's what it is today. I appreciate it for what it is. And then we have the Grown Folks Table, where we talk about the topic of the day. Which is hashtag friendship without borders. Can't wait to talk about that, honestly. No, it's literally my favorite thing in the whole entire world. Well, and sh- <laughs> yeah, I just feel like borders are oppressive and. We have to stop because that's, we're not doing it right now. Mm-mm. We're not. Save it up for later. Oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I was really about to I'm just trying to keep it. us I'm in so time. I'm so excited. You know? Okay. And then who made the mashed potatoes? Yes. Who made them? I don't know. But we're going to find out because we have a letter from a listener. Yes. It's going to be dope. Can't wait. I'm super excited about my mashed potatoes. (laughs) And then we're going to finish it off with, can I get a to-go plate? Because I'm trying to eat at home, too. I'm always trying to eat at home. I love eating leftovers. (laughs) Me, too. I'm thinking about the leftovers in my refrigerator right now. I do not have any. Why not? I have not lived in my new apartment long enough to have leftovers yet. I haven't even gotten really groceries. We need to go grocery shopping. We do need to go grocery shopping. We're going to be right back after we go grocery shopping. Let's talk about our experience at Bumbershoot this week. Yes. Oh, my God. Pew, pew, pew. It was. <laughs> pew, 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 fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was literally all of the kids who were there who were, like, experiencing their lives. They scared me every day. I hate the youth. The youth are terrifying. Youth. Oh, my God. I thought that I wanted to get to know them a little bit. You know, just see what's going on in the generations Mm-mm. that came after the great Nadia generation. But they're not cute. True. They're not cute. They're, they're scary. Cute. 
I think about like how much energy I had to expend trying to get away from them the whole entire time. Like even when we're at things where it was like, clearly this is for the millennials. It's for the great Nadia generation. And (laughs) I was like, why are they getting their lives to ludicrous? They don't even know who this man is. They've never heard this music before. At all. They were babies, actual babies. Actual children. When those songs, maybe not even born. It's like, I still think about. Probably not even born because isn't he been around for like 20 years? He did say that. Wow, some of those kids were not alive. Because there were definitely 16-year-olds next to us for a lot of the time. That's That's a decade plus younger than me. Wait, 16? Yes. Is it a decade? <gasps> <laughs> you know, we do this math probably wow. once a week, and you're always shocked like that once a week. <laughs> I am older than you. <laughs> I keep... Not by that much, but it's like you go ghostly sometimes. <laughs> Your black ass turns white. <laughs> <laughs> when you realize my age, like it's got to stop at some point. I'm so sorry. It's not even that I'm like shocked that you're that much older than I am. It's more the fact that I'm shocked that people are a decade younger than you are. Because yeah, in my head, wow, yeah. they're like 20 times younger than I am then because I feel like I'm an old person. You're an old man. I am an old man in my mind. <laughs> I am. It's like pretty bad. I feel like I'm 67 constantly. In your mind, you're Benjamin Button. I've, I've always been Benjamin Button. I've been aging backwards my whole life. That's why I'm still glowing at the age of 67. That's wild. Anyway, back to Bumbershoot. Back to Bumbershoot. These babies, okay, this is an experience that I feel like I need to share up front. Is that <laughs> <laughs> this baby pulled out a tampon and showed it to me, and I was like, like, cool, dope. Like, I'm glad we're prepared today. <laughs> and then she pulls out the tube, and it's like a vial of vodka. That is what the babies are doing. They're putting alcohol in suntan lotion bottles. We saw people drinking lotion. That was the most shocking thing I had ever experienced in my life. We literally were just standing, waiting for, I don't know who we were waiting for. Was it Bad Babby? I think it was Bad Baby. Her name is Bad Babby. That's how it's spelled. I'm going to pronounce it how it's spelled. I don't even like that we were there. No, that was a choice. I don't even know why we were there. That was a choice. And she kind of was good. No, she was not. I, you can fight me on it. She I was will fight good. you on it. She, she was, was kind of horrible. Nah. I don't want you to she lie to people good. like that. Mm-mm, y'all should go listen to her. And album. people were drinking lotion. No, that was so overwhelming. I mean, they weren't actually drinking lotion. I don't <laughs> want to put that out there. It's the bottles, obviously, that they're putting the alcohol in. But it looks like they're drinking lotion. And also, since when do people put alcohol in bottles? Because then what happens to... You know, like, they're like, okay, now we can't bring suntan lotion into festivals. People are going to burn because of these babies abusing the system right yeah, now. Yeah, people are going to struggle. My people are going to burn. I didn't think about that. Like That wasn't lobsters. something I cared about. Wow. No, because that was like, whenever we walked in the third day, there was a guy who was getting patted down. And then I remember, like, they sh- like he pulled, like, his waistline and he jumped up and down. And, like, all these vials of, like, not vials, but, like, bottles of, like, suntan lotion and sunscreen and, like, like Baby Johnson, like, came out of this man's pants. And I was like, wow, the future is futile. It's not okay. I'm just saying I didn't realize this is how the youth 
Mm-mm. We're spending their time. And I'm just wondering, like, is it now trending or has it always been like that and I wasn't a part of it? Like, I never saw this happening. No. So, like, either it never happened or, like, I only went to wholesome things all the all the time. <laughs> maybe, no, maybe it's just that we're grown. <laughs> maybe we, we just need to, like, focus on that. Because if I would have thought about that when we were going into Coachella where you literally couldn't bring any kind of liquid inside of there— I probably would have put it in a suntan lotion if I would have known any better. Wow. Now looking back on that moment. Hmm. Kind of mad about it. Perspective. Anyway. But speaking of Bumbershoot, because yes. we're still trying to talk about it, but it's more about the baby's weight, Nadia. What? Let's not forget about your shining moment on day two during the T-Pain concert. I don't honestly think that it's <laughs> that relevant. I think it's very relevant. To the podcast. Nadia verbatim. No. Said. This might be this might be paraphrase. <laughs> nope, not at all. I will murder Mm-mm. a white bitch. It is to a body. young child. Okay, she was grown enough <laughs> to run into me and just shove her body against me. She was trying to body check me, and I don't like to play games, and it escaped my body. Before I even knew it was coming. Like, I shocked myself probably at least half as much as I shocked that poor girl. (laughs) Who was very quick to back away and join her other teeny bopper friends. Who were trying to check me during my time at the T-Pain concert. I was living until those babies tried to try me. I think it was on a it was on a it was on a beautiful sunny day, if it I was. do recall. It was sunny. And T Pain was getting his life. He was singing Buy You a Drink. And they were trying to ruin it. So I had to I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. I don't regret anything. I don't either. The whole entire time this is happening, let Nadia like what had happened was the person bumped into him and Nadia turned around and was like, Really? Are you fucking kidding me? It happens. And I was like, wow, she's about to go off. Now, mind you, this whole entire time, buy you a drink is going on. And I'm looking at all this go down, but I am, like, word for word, like, with T-Pain would buy you a drink. I was just there. You were just beautifully singing that song. I was living my best life. But I'm, like, not focused on him. I am looking at Nadia and seeing distress and everything (laughs) unfold in front of me. I'm just like, and then I'm going to take you home with me. Like, I'm still there. But I'm like, my face is concerned. I I was locking eyes with you. (laughs) I just saw you singing. It was like you were serenading me. As I accosted this young (laughs) group of young women who, I mean, or should I say monsters? They were monsters. I was terrified of them the whole time. But it was so bad because it was like the whole time it was happening. I'm like listening to this girl turn around and say to her friend, I need to move out of the way. I'm about to get punched in the face. Like, just imagine Nadia saying those words to you. Specifically white women. Listen. Imagine Nadia saying those words to you. What would you do? A, turn around and tell your friend, I'm about to get punched in the face. Or B, A, C, A, D, A, slash all of the above. I would have said the same thing. 
I, Honestly, I, there's nothing else. It was a moment of empowerment. Yeah. I'd say. Um, I would also label it as self-care. Um, what, <laughs> else could I, what else could I say? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it reclaiming was, your time. It was my therapy. It was like... Maxine mm, Waters reclaiming your man. time. Reclaiming your space. That's right. It's all black happened. women have to do in this society. Man, wow. You were doing, you doing the Lord's work. Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day you go out there. Gotta do it. I'm into it. Okay. What else happened at Bumbershoot? Yo, I don't know. I'm trying to remember like some other memorable things. We oh we had poutine. Yo, twice. So good. Such it was good so poutine. good. But God, like honestly, I, I think poutine. it's just because I really love fries. Like I don't know if it was actually that good or if it was just like the fries were so good that I just love the fries. Like what what if the gravy See, wasn't I there? Like, no, I love cheese curds. And yeah. the cheese curds were ten times better because of the gravy. And then there was and just they were, fries. They were organic, too. All of it was organic. What was it called? Put, poutine in my mouth. Poutine your mouth. Poutine your mouth. Poutine your mouth. Poutine your mouth. Yep, that's funny. That's a good and it sound Yeah, we just said that's it, and it one. sounded funny. That sounded really good. Neither of us laughed. But, nope, that was so funny, though. But it was hilarious. The funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. That wasn't sarcasm. I've okay. been, I've been known to be... People think I'm sarcastic most of the time. That's just how my voice sounds. I just want to put that out there now. I've gotten really defensive over this um, oh, wow. recently. Yeah, so outside of SZA, who was the last performance that we saw, the last being the best because she's better than all of these other hoes in the game right now. To be clear, love her. Love her. Who was your favorite? Man, that's really hard. Um... I honestly, I think my favorite probably was Moses Sumney. I was about to say the I same just, thing. I, I just couldn't believe it. Like, the vocal range of that man is just incredible. Like, I just, first, I could never hit some of the notes that he can. Exactly. And then he's just layering his vocals to create these beautiful harmonies oh, live and just looks amazing. And I don't know, it just, it was just like a very emotional Mm-hmm. Performance and yeah. I couldn't. I, I it's the first thing I think about when people ask me about bumper shoots. Like, so. yeah, Moses Sumney is the first, like, because wasn't no, he wasn't the first person we went to go see because we made the mm-hmm. choice of going to see Bad Barbie, which do not listen to her music. I was lying beforehand. I just like to like make people feel like, oh, she might be good. Maybe she. We shouldn't no. make fun of the Catch Me Outside girl. We should continue to make fun of her because she's a bad rapper. She's terrible. And then we went to go see Moses Sumney, who snatched my edges. I am completely bald. I have no hair anymore. It's really sad. He has to wear a hat every day now. (laughs) That's bad. I'm bald. Um, No, but he, like, the harmonies, like you were saying, were amazing. But just, like, when he jumped off the stage and went into the crowd, and you literally looked to me. You, like, we're, like, standing back, like, distance. Because we're, like, the stage is, like, not that crowded. Oh, my gosh. It's not that crowded. And, um... He like comes down and you look to me and you're like, we should go up there. And yeah. we just crowded we just him. Yeah. We <laughs> had to. Very His energy just like you just gravitate toward him. I couldn't think or look at anything else. I was completely like, I didn't even realize that there were still those young monsters around us. Yeah. Like I was just Forget in a show with Moses Sumney. And I was just, also he's from Ghana. Well, his parents are, so shout out to Ghana. Yeah, shout out to Ghana for making Moses Sumney. For making Moses Sumney. Like, yeah. we are so blessed. No, I, c- I couldn't deal with anything else except Moses Sumney. And I just want to dress like him. 
now. No, literally his fashion is what I want to be like all the time, but I feel like I wouldn't have a job if I did so. That's really terrible. Yeah, nonprofit life is rough right now, man. Anyway, mm-hmm. besides Moses Sumney, because we both love and agree that he was amazing, SZA was also amazing. SZA was, like, incredible. This is my third time seeing her. This is my second time seeing her. Yeah, and, and every just, single time. I'm going to go every time. No. Every time that I can. I feel like she always sells out, so, yeah. like. And I'm just going to sp- give her more of my money. I'm just going to have to, like, act faster next time and yeah. get to her next show. She's wonderful no she's amazing and that like concert i feel like comparative to the first and second time because the second time i saw her was at coachella mm-hmm. i also saw moses summoning at Co- coachella this is so wild but um when i was at um when i was watching her this was the like the first time that i felt like i feel so connected to you i'm close enough it's not that crowded i can sing to you i can feel your emotions when she literally was like you know sometimes you wake up and you have a bad day and you just need to keep going and i was like scissor that's how i felt this morning even oh, though i knew yeah. it was kind of, i was coming to see you because i was in so much pain because it was the last day and these children have been trying to kill me yeah actually that was i, I almost forgot about that she had walked out and was like like i woke up sad and i just thought like Wow, what like nobody says that. Nobody mm-hmm. just admits that ever. And I thought that was really beautiful because she said it in a very genuine way. And then she really truly looked like like this concert was giving her that good energy that she exactly. needed to keep going. And I thought that was just a really vulnerable. It was so powerful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful thing to say. Just like especially with a lot of young people at the festival and just seeing like I woke up sad. Like that's a really powerful thing to say. And then just and like uh, it's just so powerful. Speaking of, like, sad, um, we saw other people. <laughs> Were they sad people? I just think that Saweetie was horrid. She was so, I thought it was a, ter- I thought it was, like, a terrible karaoke yeah. experience. Yeah, I expected a little bit more. I didn't realize, like, the Icy Girl, like, that rap is actually really good. The, like, beat that she chose and the sample that she chose is so good because it's bounced that ass. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I was looking. Like but at the same exact time, like, listening to her and, like, listening to these, like, different samples she's choosing and, like, it not being as good as the original, I'm, like, shook every single time because I'm like, I expected more from you. But we should stop dishing her and talk about people we care about. Right. Uh, Kalila. Kalila was amazing. amazing. She hit a note that I just didn't think people were allowed to reach ever. Yeah, she... And I just couldn't... I I think I gasped pretty audibly audibly in a way that shook me. (laughs) (laughs) Kalila did that to me. Remember, I was having, like, a mental breakdown because of how, like, she was, like projecting her voice so far away and she was like pulling the microphone further and further away and I could still hear her and I was like this is overwhelming she's (laughs) like a powerhouse my wig off because I'm bald at this point (laughs) everybody's just taking your hair I just wish it was still in my head every day every day somebody says snatch my wig can't let even my hair grow out Let's talk about Lil Wayne. Yo, Lil Wayne and Ludacris and T-Pain. That was like throwback. Like that was, I think that was kind of like a theme in my head for this bumper shoot. And I was so excited about it. Like these Mm. are people that I listened to when I was way too little. Yeah. Way too little. And I just remember, like, I don't remember understanding what any of it meant, but I do remember all of those words. And so it's just, it's just weird to think about. Like that was 
so, so, so long ago. It, yeah, when you think about it, because I was thinking about Buy You a Drink and how, like, that came out in, like, 2007. That's at least a decade old. That's weird. That's terrifying to me. Like, all of these people that I grew up with and I think are iconic, because it's amazing how much I remembered. It's so bad how much I remembered. You remembered so, like, so much. <laughs> so much of these lyrics. I was just like, I don't think I've ever known these lyrics. And you were word for word. Verbatim just I could I was like, what is happening in front of me right now? And it was so bad. Like uh what ludicrous song I was like rapping word for word. I was so confused because I was like, I don't remember knowing these words. <laughs> I don't. Wow, <laughs> shout out to that beautiful memory. Music's bad. a powerful thing. It's so so powerful. Like <laughs> it's just uh I had so, like, no, none of those were disappointing. None of those shows no. were disappointing. No, they were so much fun. God, they were it was so, so much, much fun. fun. Lil Wayne was wearing weird stuff as usual. Like, weird, weird things. I was so confused by his pants. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, everything. It was like a it, weird uh, print that made me think, like, pajama pants. Like, for, a, like. Pajama fashion pants. Right, right, right. But that for, like, weird. older women. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Like, it's not like it looked like a feminine, I'm not saying it looked like a feminine pant. It actually is just like the print and the fit made me think, wow, I could probably find this like at Walmart, like in the, like, the big, like the pajama, like, um, you know what I'm talking about, like the shirt and pants, the matching ones. You oh, know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about? I feel bad. That's what it, it just looked like the pants, like he was missing the shirt. And and then on top, it was like, I don't remember. I think it was like a leopard print. It was a leopard print coat. thing. A coat. And then he took it off. Then he took his shirt off. And then I was like, wow, Little Wayne has always been built. It's oh, just yeah. like a scary small person. Built. He's like a tiny one. He would just come after you with, just throw his body at you. You, you just would just die. die probably. Just die, probably. Oh, He's very strong, but very small. Very small. It is so weird. Like, I remember he was doing Lollipop. And I was just like, oh. I'm so mad that I knew all the words to that. I did too. That was a weird song. Yeah. That was a weird song. That was in high school, I think, She's for so me. She's so sweet. You just want to lick the rapper. So I let it lick the rapper. Wow. Like a lollipop. Like, they're all stuck in my head now forever. That was an amazing <laughs> performance. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you should have been on that stage. I don't know I what Lil Wayne, Wayne was doing up yeah. there. No, but I'm Lil Wayne, actually. But I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we got to see him. It's very strange, but I... I, I had it. to. I had to see him, and it was wonderful. Okay, so outside of the R and B sector that we were in, which was pretty much like all of the music that we went to, we like yeah. supported like first of all all the black people, black people first, and then like after that, it was like pretty Random. much anybody who fell into R and B. Yeah, that's so, the way I went. Um, and then we caught, okay, so we saw the Cold War kids. Yeah, because I, never I heard of them magically before. remembered words to like three of their songs. And it must have been when I was in that 96.5, the buzz phase. And so I was listening to all kinds of music outside of my like general realm of just. I'm screaming R&B. at the fact you just shouted out a radio station in Lawrence. <laughs> I just, it's, it was a phase. It was a whole phase. <laughs> it happened in Lawrence. I don't even know why you're trying to explain yourself. I'm just dying about the fact that you shouted out a radio station specific <laughs> to an area we are currently not located. I'm in. sorry. I mean, this is, it's. Okay, LFK is obviously always with me. Yeah, true. Fair. Even though most of the time I can't stand it. So, <sighs> um, so yeah, no, what were we saying? Wait, pause. Shout out to the Lawrence um, magazine. 
Shout out to called? the Lawrence Magazine. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. Magazine. For shouting us out on Twitter. That was so nice. That was so, so, so nice. Anyway, going back to Bumbershoot. Yeah, the Cold, Cold War, War Kids. Kids. I've never listened to them before. Amazing band. I listened to them all this, like, today. Oh, like, I just had no idea. Work. You just didn't know them. Mm, I didn't know who they were. Man, the same yeah. thing with the Fleet Foxes. Like I've heard of them, but I've never oh. listened to them. So that was pretty intense. And we got, yeah, we got to catch the Fleet Foxes, which I actually didn't think we were gonna go to. Yeah, and it was like they're incredible live. They're so incredible, good. and I used to listen to their music a lot. So and they're from Seattle. Well, not Seattle, no, but Washington, Washington in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of cool. They were like, shout out to Kirkland. I was like, I work in Kirkland. <laughs> like, that <laughs> How was do you like, know Kirkland? <laughs> what so you know about like Kirkland? Kirkland. <laughs> <laughs> what you know about my hood? <laughs> Kirkland is a white suburban neighborhood. Like, like, they probably know a lot about Kirkland. More as than it, I do. <laughs> as it goes. Oh, man. But yeah. yeah, that was pretty much like all of it. I'm trying to think of who else we saw. I just can't remember. We tried to see people on those lines where London not on playing. the track was a choice. I we were never gonna make it in there. I think we would have been like trampled on eventually because yeah. those kids, those little babies were getting wild. Were and getting people really it. wanted to get in and we were just like, we don't want to that bad. Mm-mm. We just got out of the line. Yeah, we took all those pictures and then we were like, we went and bought glasses together. Got sunglasses. We had yes. those little those spinny things that light up. Those and we were cool. doing like a whole entire dance routine to the like Cold War kids. There's probably like beautiful pictures of us surfaced on the interwebs. Somewhere. I hope so. We looked yeah, good. We were living our best lives. We looked good. Oh my gosh. Well, I have to pee. So we should take a break. Okay. So now we're at the grown folks table. Yeah. And today we're talking about a hashtag we made up called Friendship Without Borders. Hashtag friendship without borders. Yeah. So I don't even remember how this came about. I think me and Nadia were talking about boundaries. Yeah. I think, okay, what was, I have no idea. I know that we were upset. Like it was actually like we were like, and I was like, I just don't like these friendships without, wait, no, I just need friendships without borders. I can't remember. Yeah. I just, we mentioned it a lot in the last podcast episode too, because we were talking about it, I think earlier that week. And we were talking about when people set up boundaries at like, like, you're trying to meet somebody, and they're just like, nah, it's not cool. We're going to set boundaries and, like, how how much time we spend together or, like, mm-hmm. what's the appropriate amount of, like, things that I should tell you. And I was like, that's so stupid. Like, friendships should not be oppressed like that. There shouldn't be borders around it, like the wall that Trump's trying to build. And then I was like, friendship, hashtag friendship without borders. And that's it. And that's that's it. all there is to it. Yeah, no, because last week, didn't we talk about that as when you have people at work who try oh, to put yeah, those yeah. borders up where they try to separate their work life from their life life. But like, I just was saying this to my coworker today, like life exists during the day too. Exactly. <laughs> like life is always existing. So we can't just like separate our lives as friends. That doesn't really make any sense. So we yeah. just need to have a friendship without borders. Yeah. And it's like real, I get like the importance of boundaries in relationships. Like, but like even thinking about that though, like, I remember when I've had to set up boundaries with somebody and it's been because I'm so incredibly uncomfortable, like I can't function with them. Mm. And it's never like something that's like taxing or maybe it is taxing to hang out with them. But like I wouldn't want to be friends with somebody who's taxing on me. But right. also there might be important reasons to be the friends with those people or whatever. I don't know. Wow. It's uh, really That's actually really complicated. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty complex. We should probably unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wild because like, I'm really bad at putting up boundaries. It's just in general. I don't even want to think about it as me being bad at putting up boundaries, but I'm just like a very open person. Um, I welcome people pretty openly into my life. And like, 
And I'm just like, it's pretty easy for me to do that and to accept people fully for who they are. So like there's really in my head when I'm thinking about things like people could tell me, there's nothing somebody could tell me that I wouldn't be like there for them. Like just, I just who I am. And so yeah. like that becomes really challenging because you could end up in some really abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. People abuse that power a lot of the time. And I know a lot of people have, I know a lot of my friends have experienced this, but it's like, it's being that generous with your time and energy and so so forgiving all of the time and not thinking about what would be the best thing for you. Mm -hmm. It just can lead people to take advantage of that, which is, which is, yeah, which is unfortunate, but that's, that's still just like part of who I am. It's just friendships without borders. Like yeah. I'm just. And I think more of like friendship without borders as a, a like reclaiming of the fact that like I'm overly compassionate or over, overly empathetic. And I'm like, I like to show up for people like yeah. and like I feel like people need to have their own way of showing up for each other like you know what I'm saying and I like to like fill those spaces because a lot of people say I'm a lot I'm extra and I just feel like they're just not enough and I'm there to fill up this space that's just true and that's just how it is but like especially when it comes to like my friends like not getting a certain aspect of like a need felt that they feel like they need to have and like usually we'll talk about it and I'll be like oh how are you feeling like what do you need and they'll be like you know like nobody's really like talking to me about this or like we have this bond that we talk about all the time but like I'm not I don't get to talk about these things I'm like yo I'll figure it out I'll go watch a YouTube video <laughs> like I'll show up damn that's no borders no no, no borders. borders at all <laughs> whatsoever I don't know if I could do it like that sometimes there are just things I don't want to watch <laughs> and there are things that I just don't want to learn, but I would hope that you would feel comfortable telling me what you want me to learn, and then I can make that decision <laughs> on my own. That's friendship without borders. <laughs> or is that just like an ideal model? I feel like that's an ideal model. I mean, friendship without borders is ideal because I know, like I was saying earlier, there is certain situations where I've had to set boundaries with people. Yeah. And it's like, don't roll up in my house and take my food. But I feel like that's like a social norm. So like, I feel like you should know not to do that. But I had right. friends who would be like, I'm coming over to eat your food. And I'm like, I didn't even pay for the what's in this refrigerator. You know how My mama did. Right. Like, do you know how hard it was for me to get this to go plate? <laughs> not everyone makes meals anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like super real. But at the, at the same time, I have been the person who has had a boundary put up for them to stop at. Yeah, me too. And it's too. been pretty intense. Like... I have friends. I could tell you like a scenario. Let's just talk about scenarios where I feel like there was borders in my friendship that were good. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's important. That was a positive reframe. I did not know we were going to take just then. <laughs> I thought it was going to go in a really different direction. And no. I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I didn't want to go like, down. I want to always stay high. Good. Got to stay high. Oh, that's a Kanye song. Wow, nope. Mm -hmm. I'm out of it. Um, but no, like, I was going through a lot last year about this time. <laughs> wow, that's heavy. Wow. <laughs> Anniversary flash, celebration. <laughs> but no, like, around this time last year, I was going through a lot of stuff. And it was like, I think it was transitions and coming yeah. back from D.C. And, like, understanding what I wanted in life, but understanding it wasn't going to be happening in Lawrence, Kansas. And so I was going through a lot. And my friends were showing up. They were showing up hard. Mm -hmm. 
But I didn't need that kind of support. I needed help. <laughs> like, I needed professional help, and they were trying their best. And it got to the point that I was relying more on them than I was on, like, professional help, or the professional help I was getting wasn't really that helpful mm. because, yeah, sometimes you get bad therapists, and, you know, you can break up with the therapist, too, and sh- set a border with your therapist. Oh, therapist without borders is not a thing. That's not. Don't do that. We don't but, talk like that. Even with all that being said, like they were like my friends had to create boundaries with me without actually telling me that there were boundaries being set because I am very much hashtag friends uh, friendships without borders. So when my friends are trying to set up boundaries, I'm like, y'all hate me, and then I won't speak to them for months. It's very irrational. I'm doing better now. Well, I'm being super vulnerable on the pod today. I just feel like that's the way it should be, though. Yeah, podcasts without borders. Podcasts without borders. Wait, what is that even? Just being ourselves in the pod. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag friendship. (laughs) Friendship without borders. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't really. I mean, I have all of my examples of all of my friendships are friendships without borders. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good at I'm not good at setting up boundaries. I'm really but I don't usually need to, and I think that's a positive thing. But in relationships that I have been in, I definitely needed to. I continue to struggle mm. with setting up boundaries because I just like to. I just like to think. I just like to think the best in everybody, and so even when people are, are showing me that they're one way, I'm just like, you know, it's probably an off day. It's probably a circumstance. I'm very, very understanding. And then that can, you know, that just, it can do you dirty sometimes. Yeah. It can do you dirty sometimes. And, you know, that's 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 tricky because those are like the boundaries that you do need to put up and really make sure that you're getting what you want out of the relationship and the friendship. Yeah. I guess that's like rough though because like, I I don't know. Maybe like my version of friendship without borders is like a very reciprocal thing, but you know you have to get something out of it, right? Right. But I feel like a lot of the times it ends up being like 20, 80 or like 40, like 60. But like how I feel like like a good follow-up question would be kind of like how do you balance that? Like if you have a relationship that you have to keep and you have to maintain, right. but it's like 20, 80 and you're like depleted. Like, and do you're you go 80 out? or you're saying you're 80? No, I'm 20. Oh. <laughs> but like, you're exhausted, would, but I'm you're tired. doing not very much work anymore. <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but okay. you're like 20, but you're trying to like, you're giving 80, right? Right. But you're like, the person's 80 and they're like taking that, but they're like only giving you back 20. Right. Like, how do you balance that back out? Like, I know you have to have communication and stuff like that, but it's not working. Like, do you go and take 80 from somebody else? Like, what happens? I just don't, I don't know. If you get to the point where it's 20, 80, like, that's, there's, something's got to give. Something's got to give. Something has to change because that's really imbalanced. Like, I could see, you know, especially I would say for me and a lot of my friendships, I'm, like, giving different amounts at different times. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I go into a deep depression, if I'm at a low, then, like, I'm not going to be giving very much as a friend because, like, my communication gets pretty shoddy. Like, I just don't have the energy to. And then I have friends, like, I have a really, really good friend, Christina, who will jump in, and she'll be 90 if I'm 10. Like, that's just, we have that. And we have that friendship established, and it goes back and forth, and it ebbs and flows. And so in the end, it's pretty even when you really Mm -hmm. look at it. And I think that's when you know you have, like, a friendship without a border because you know that you're actually 
continuously giving and they're continuously giving and you're receiving like it just goes back and forth right um and that's the way it should be because you shouldn't always feel 20 like you shouldn't always feel that and then feel like you know there must be something you're doing wrong like there needs to be a conversation it just needs you need to figure out what's going on what the breakdown is (laughs) i don't want to just be like you need to end that friendship because that's just terrible advice but i don't know (laughs) But you don't, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta ask some questions. You yeah. gotta really ask some questions, I think. Yeah. So, if we're gonna like sum up friendship without borders, right? Like, I feel like there's been a sh- lot of topics sh- that. Yeah, it was like pretty. We, we were jogging in different yeah. directions. I don't know. What are like habits, or maybe like a good. Like, you gave a good example about, like, Christina. And Mm -hmm. I can think of, like, my friend Brandon. Like, especially when it comes to my creativity, he is very – we talk about stuff. And we talk about, like, the podcast and his Mm -hmm. podcast and, like, oh, what, like, we need to do as, like, um, individuals to support each other. Like, how Mm -hmm. are we going to share our work in different ways? Like, if you post something, like, what do you want me to say specifically about this? Or, like, how should I talk about this? Or what kind of feedback should I give back? And, like, that's been, like, a very interesting learning process for me because I've never had, like, a friend who navigates creativity with me like this until, like, I, like, got to Lawrence and I met, like, Cody and Lily and Anthony and Jamila and you, but I met you up here. But that's the point. I, I met should you always Lawrence be mentioned. Yes, you're <laughs> always at the center of the conversation. Yes. But like, yeah, like once you find these people where you share creative outlets and you talk about like things that you're interested in and like share each other's like work and like edit together and stuff like that, yeah. it becomes a completely different like environment. And that's that friendship without a border where you're going back and forth because there's like sometimes like I can produce work and I'm tired and I'm exhausted and like like Brandon will like hit me up and be like, hey, you haven't done anything lately or like do you need like some creative like outlets? Here's some like tools that I like looked up on like this is something that we like the internet's talking about. Like I feel like you could write a really good piece about it or they like send me like writing opportunities or mm-hmm. something like that. I'm like, yo, wow, that's powerful. Like I didn't think about this. This is not what I was thinking about on my radar, but like now I feel like I can do something or like this is something to look forward to. Wow. That's nice. I want a friend like that. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a very different, that's an interesting way to to think about that. Like I would, like that's a really good energy to have, especially being a, being creative can be hard. Like, you can be a creative and not be motivated. At all. And so then it's like, okay, like, you're actually not accomplishing some of the things that you want to do because you just don't have the energy. But to have someone who's always pushing you to, like, mm-hmm. give that energy, that's that's a really beautiful friendship. I just don't yeah. know. We could be that for each other. We definitely can. This is the thing. We already have friendship without borders. Like, that's yeah, – you haven't even just... been here for very long, and it's just like – I could text Isaac pretty much anything and I know it'll be acceptable. Like, <laughs> like it could be any, like it could just be really, like we could have plans established for days and then the day of, I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not coming. And you're just like, you deserve to stay. Yeah, you, you deserve, deserve to stay. And it's just like, like, like that to me, honestly, because they're just, you know, I think I'm like really guilty of just, there are moments where I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do what I said I was going to do. I'm just not going to. I'm going to choose that. <laughs> I'm going to claim it and I'm going to tell the person and be very communicative about it. And like people, some people get really upset. Like some people really don't, they just can't handle like day of cancellations. But that's just, I I like to operate how I'm feeling. And some days I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And Isaac's always like, cool. Because I like, 
I think Whatever. I low-key get excited. Like, I used to make fun of that <laughs> That's meme. That's so true. <laughs> Every I, time someone texts me to cancel, I'm just like, yes, I'm not putting on pants for the rest of the day. I'm not putting on pants for the rest of the day. Like, that is, like, that is, like, my mood as soon, like, when I wake up in the morning, I feel like that. <laughs> I go to work, put pants on, go to work, come back, pants off. And then if I cannot put them on for the rest of the day, like... It's the best day of my life. No, it's real. Because I remember, I don't know what we were going to do, but you were like, I don't, like, I don't feel like I have the energy to do this today. Like, I just have to, like, rest today. And I was like, oh, my God, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I am so excited. Because the thing is, like, I don't think I was prepared after I got out of academia. Like, when you cancel, like, plans in, like, grad school, it's like, wow, like, they're canceling plans because they have to do homework and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, if I'm doing the same work as you and you don't have it done yet because you were procrastinating and we made plans that you're not going, I'm mad. (laughs) But now I'm like, yo, I just got home from work. And, like, if we don't go, I am not upset ever. Right. Like, I don't care if my time is, like, given back to me. Give me my time. Give me my time because I'm running out all the time. Exactly. So if <laughs> Like, you not even back, that I'm popular. Somehow I run out of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, chilling. if we were going to go see, like, Beyonce or something, you cancel plans with me, I'd fight. Oh, there's, I'd probably. exceptions. I would probably block you. Yeah, we wouldn't speak. This podcast would be over. So we won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I just love our friendship without borders mm-hmm. should we make shirts that say hashtag friendship without borders we should and then put a definition underneath it I don't know how to define it yet but we are going to figure that out that is creative things that we can do together mm-hmm. I wonder if people would buy it if you would buy <laughs> please tell us if you'd let buy it yeah I just think like just let us know mm-hmm. hashtag friendship maybe like the table borders. podcast and be like maybe we could have like a branding logo and put it on the little back in the center or on the shoulder oh my gosh yeah we should have merch we should have a logo oh that'd be dope is anybody like listening to us can make us a logo make we logos? would look into some logos please that'd like yeah please like let us know because I know a lot of people who are creative and awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> please let me know if you'd make me a logo that'd be kind of cool that'd be so cool I want my own logo Okay, let's not that's that's not about like <laughs> why you want to do something without me. <laughs> Maybe we could have a joint logo that is like an our like names intertwined and it looks like each other's Cute name the way you flip girl. it. We could have like a business card. <laughs> I was merging the names <laughs> with sound. <laughs> wow, that's how you know it's been a really, really, really long day. Yeah, we're not making it through. Okay. Hashtag <sighs> friendships without borders. Yep. Never have borders in your friendships. That's about it. That's all there is. But, like, also have healthy borders. Very <laughs> Like, with good entries and not a lot of, like, gatekeeping. Unless it needs to be. Wow, that was really, really brilliant what I just said. I hope somebody wrote that down. Yeah. But we could go back and listen to it and write it down. Future Isaac, who's listening to this, write this down. Oh, future Nadia is going to be so impressed. Oh, man. <laughs> Who made the mashed potatoes? Who made the mashed potatoes? Who made the mashed potatoes? Yes. So <laughs> we have questions, which you can send your questions to the table pod at gmail.com. Again, that is T H E T A B L E. P-O-D at gmail.com. You can ask us questions. Yeah, we'll answer them probably to the best of our ability. Yeah, or to the worst of our ability, depending on our mood. 
That's so real. Yeah, I felt that. Anyway, we got a question from Queen Mother herself. Charlicia McKinney, a.k.a. my mother. <laughs> I thought you said... <laughs> you said... <laughs> Sir, Licia. I was like, who in the world is Sir Licia? I was so confused, even though I know Lily. I know who this person is. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and somehow my mind was like, yeah, he, he didn't say that right. Maybe I didn't say it right. I don't know. I'm just here to validate you. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate so anyway, that. since we were talking about music, it kind of like fit in the fact that yeah. she was asking us a whole bunch of questions about music, which I'm pretty sure she's that thoughtful and thought ahead and made sure that's how this would work out. Because she's brilliant. Because she's brilliant. She's the most amazing person. Probably better world. than you. Yeah. Better than everybody listening. Even herself who's listening right now. That's confusing, but yeah. probably true. Probably true. So anyway, she asked us a series of questions. I'm going to, like, fire them off one at a time so we can stay on track. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So what is the best concert you've been to? Best concert. Okay, so I told you I'm really bad <laughs> at answering questions, like, right off, the, like, the firing off the questions thing stresses me out. Man, I shouldn't have said it like that. I know. It's just, like, it just wow. feels like there's a lot of pressure for me to answer this. And I have a really bad memory, so I'm trying to think of, like... Yeah, I can go first. A concert I've been to. <laughs> so the best concert, I don't think it's the best concert I ever went to, but it was my first concert, and it's really important to me. The first concert I ever went to was at a Britney Spears concert. Oh, my God. How old were you? I was 13 years old. It was right after Circus was released. Wow. And guess where I was at? In Washington. I went to the Tacoma Dome. Wow. And Britney Spears is there. And we were really high up, and there was a circus thing, and there was elephants, and there was, like, circus animals. It was the best concert I have ever been to in my life. It was so theatrical. I loved it. That's wild. It was my first concert. I'm, I'm, I know my first— Okay, so I didn't go to concerts when I was, like, most of my life. I think my, fir my first concert was Watch the Throne with Kanye <gasps> and Jay-Z. <laughs> and this was before— <laughs> Jay-Z played me. Not Jay-Z. Well, both of them. Oh, my God. I'm mad at both of them now. <laughs> wow. This is like back in the day where I was like, I was there for both of them. And I was right. so excited. And it was like their first, their concert together. And it was a last minute decision. Like most concerts I go to the day of, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to buy it. Which is dumb because in retrospect, if I bought it earlier, I'd save money. But day of, I'm like, I'm just going to buy whatever. <laughs> Whatever ticket I can. And so that day, I, I remember I bought it from a friend who was like, I have an extra ticket. And I was like, I'm just going to go. And we went. And it was my first concert. And we uh, snuck down to, like, the front, the very front of, I, I can't remember, a particular section just by being like, our dad's over there with our tickets. And the guy was like, oh, okay. Like, I thought it was really way too easy. And we went and sat in some other people's seats and watched it from there, like, in the very front. And so at one point... um, I remember, I think it was Kanye that grabbed my friend's hand and like Jay-Z wrapped a verse of Empire State of Mind to me. And I was like, this is the best day of my whole life. And it probably won't get better than this. <laughs> I was like so emotional. Oh, no. I was just like, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even fathom a world. And this is before I'd gone to concerts. But I couldn't even fathom a world where you could be that close to your musicians. So it was like a very, <laughs> it was like a very powerful thing for me. Um, but now, like now, I've gone to so many concerts that I don't even, 
Like I can't even remember them distinctly unless somebody was like, remember that one we went to? Um, but I do remember that the first time I saw SZA, yeah. I didn't even know her music and I showed up, a friend had invited me. So I just like met him there and we went in and um, I was so blown away just by her. Like she has so much, um, she, she knows jazz so yeah. well. And like the way that she sang, you could tell like she was just singing what she was hearing and not like what her album sounded like. I didn't even know what her album was, but I knew she wasn't singing it like that. Like it was just incredible to see her perform. Um, and it really made me think about like myself as like, like her lyrics just made me think. And I was like, man, this is making me think of myself as a poet and as a musician. And like, what does that mean? And like, I don't know. And just like her look and the way she came off, I was like, I could be like her. Like it felt like something that was like, I was like, this is a really beautiful artist doing what she really, really wants to do. Like, you can tell she's doing the music she really wants, mm -hmm. and she's genuine, and she's beautiful. And, like, that seems like something that I'd, like, want to be a part of. Like, it was just, it was just a really good concert, and that was just, like, at a small, I think it was a small venue in Lawrence, so. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. It definitely wasn't even, like, half sold out. Like, it was, like, such a small group of people, too. Mm. Back when SZA was like still SZA, who just had the Z album out. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the SZA. I, I loved. With I so loved good. that. Yes, Ugh, man. Okay, second question: What song always puts you in a good mood, or makes you cry, and or we should just do both. Should we do both? Both okay. and. Lily would accept both and. Oh in this yeah. Moment. Oh, she she'd would. be so happy about it, saying both and. <laughs> That's probably what she intended. Yeah, oh, she's such a great person. She's always doing that for us. Um, okay, what always puts me in a good mood? Oh, um, what is the new? Uh, it's a song by Troye Sivan and uh, Ariana Grande. It's like, oh wow, I can't even think of the Not name good of with it. That. Hold on, genre. I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna look it up while I'm talking. Um, wow, we should have been more prepared, but like no, okay. honestly, like I, I'm fine with this. Right <gasps> now, oh sorry, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, that gets oh, me there. That is, it gets me there. That's that's mm, wonderful. That's a good song. Honestly, that that question like ch the changes the answer constantly. But currently, my like the song that like I'm just like I just need to feel really good right now mm -hmm. is uh, "Dark Skin Woman" by Goldlink. Like yeah. every time I listen to that, I'm like, yes, girl, you're a star. Like, <laughs> like I just feel it. And I'm like, yes, this is my song. Like, I'm not even a dark skinned woman. And I'm claiming this song. That's horrible. I didn't but think I about love it. the song. The song is beautiful. And it's talking about dark skinned women. And dark skinned <laughs> women are beautiful. So I just enjoy that feeling. So I'm walking mm. down the street and that song's just playing. I'm like, yes. Yes. Okay. So the song I was thinking of was. Um, Dance to this. It's by like Troy Savan and featuring Ariana Grande. The music video is so cute because they're at this like old folks' home and they're like dancing on tables and the old folks are dancing too. And it's like such a cute, like teeny bopper kind of like song thing. And so when I like hear it, I only think of that. And I'm just like, yes, I want to be an old person who's dancing with Ariana Grande and Troy Savan. Wow. Seems like a great time. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Songs that make you cry instantaneously. Like the moment they start, you're like done. Wow, I don't think there's any song. <laughs> I'm like, are we trying to talk about the songs that like trigger trauma? Like, what are you? Whoa, no, that's like, not that's, not, that's not. Like, I don't really. I was asking. So, like, songs that make me sad. There are a number of Sia songs that make me so sad. Like, 
<laughs> like, you know, <laughs> the song I'm Here, and it's just like on the piano. Oh, when she's like belting just the words I'm Here, like the phrase? Yeah. That, yeah. That and it's like, time. and it, it's just so, it's painful to me. That definitely, that definitely, um, yeah, that makes me sad. Oh, Frank Ocean. Oh, man. Sad boy man. music. Like, I was, I remember, <laughs> it took me a while to get into Frank Ocean, honestly. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why. Gross. It was a weird, it wasn't even that I'd listened to his music and was against it. It was that I just didn't even try to listen to his music for a while. Um, and so when I did, I was like, I just remember listening to it. And it was so good, but so sad. And it was at a time in my life where I didn't need to be feeling sad. But I was like, uh, man, I have to make it through this album because it's so good, but it's causing me so much pain. You know, like somebody who naturally just makes me sad and it's not even it's the sad songs that they like sing. Yeah. Moses Sumney. Oh, like if yeah. I'm like really in a bad mood, I will listen to like Moses Sumney, Sam Smith Frank oh, Ocean. I don't like Sam Smith. Yeah, I don't care for him that much, but like, like, what is it? Latch? I like, there's a version of Latch, the acoustic version. It will be played at my wedding. Oh and my I God. want to cry because I want to imagine myself singing this when I was 14 by myself, crying about how I thought I was never going to get married. Wow. That's the only reason I want that song at my wedding. That's, that's really. Not 14. I was much older. I was definitely in college. Wow, my time frame was off. But regardless of it, is Frank Ocean Pink Matter? Off of Channel Orange gets me every single time. Um, The whole entire Endless soundtrack, the like the video visual thing he had before he dropped Blonde, that whole entire thing makes me super sad. I have no idea what he's talking about the whole entire time. It's just like the music and the melodies like get me. Doesn't even matter. You just instantly feel sad. Yeah. I'm trying to think of. Other artists that plastic I to. makes me sad. That's a, such a happy, like sweet song, and it's like it's about love. But like, yeah, yeah. it brings up some. Yeah, that's a trauma song. Ooh, that song rough. is just really. That's really. Sad. I listen to it often. I listen to it on my way here. I do too. Wow, we are the same person living the same way. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what's that? Uh, love and basketball soundtrack. Oh man, listen to that if you want to cry. Wow. I was trying to remember because I was like, there's an album that I just pop on. I pop it on. Actually, I just go to Spotify. Breast pop play. it on. <laughs> Which just makes me think of Obama saying, if y'all want to pop off. <laughs> Which to this day still gets me. Because it's, it's the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. Anyways. Wow. Um, okay. But yes, I pop on. <laughs> I can see you album. with the like, cassette tape. Just click, click. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just listening to the love and basketball. Uh, like there, there's a oh, Maxwell man. song in that that just makes me weep. Yo, is that the one where they're playing the final basketball game I'm trying to between remember. each other? I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's it that definitely song. is. That is that it song? Definitely is. I didn't even have to know what you were oh, talking God. about. That song gets me. Uh, love and basketball. Yeah. So there you go. That's <sighs> that's our answer. Anyway, okay. Next question: What artist do you want to see in concert that you haven't yet? Frank Ocean. End of story. We're not talking anymore. Is that really it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I do want, I want to see Frank Ocean for sure. Frank Ocean. I would love to see Frank Ocean. Would who, would see. Al- who else would I love to see that I haven't Solange. seen? Oh, yes. Solange. Yeah. I haven't seen her in I'd concert. That would be an incredible experience. Why was I about to say so? Like, we didn't see we her We just on saw her, and that was your third time, too. <laughs> no, I always want to see her, though. Um, I'm going to see Georgia Smith in November, and I'm Did you really already get those excited. tickets? 
Yeah. Are they sold out? I don't think so. Okay, I'm you should check. Go <laughs> and all of our other friends should come with us. Yeah, we Georgia Smith go. in Georgia November. Smith is amazing. She, I just, oh, I just love her. Oh I just gosh, love her, so and I love um, that song. Blue lights is beautiful, <gasps> I and love also that it's song. like there's this one that is a heavy on. song. I'm gonna have to look it up. The lyrics. God, I love Georgia Smith. I know, me too. She's just, she does like, oh, I love the cover Lost that she does by Frank Ocean. It was so it's good. incredible. That's the reason why I feel like Georgia, nobody really knows who she is. So she was at Coachella and I really wanted to see her, but the people I was with didn't know who she was. Oh, wow. And I was like, I was trying to like think of who I could describe like her too, but like in my head, she's basically Moses Sumney, but like a female version. Um, she sounds really a lot like Rihanna in a lot of places, yeah. in a lot of places. Like I... I, I've played it multiple times in my apartment where people have come over and they're like, oh, is that Rihanna? And I'm like, no, no this is Georgia, Georgia Smith. Smith. And no. she's, oh, she's so good. So the song right after Blue Lights, Lifeboats Freestyle. Yes, it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, God, I was, I, I can't, I sometimes Man. just can't get out of my head. Oh, God. So, yeah, so that'll be coming up, which I'm really excited about. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to convince myself that I should pay tickets to go see Childish Gambino. He's going to be here soon. Oh, I would like to see him actually. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope but... to go see him. Who else is coming up recently? Tank, the Tank, Tank, Tank and the, the Bangas and Big Frida are coming. I've never seen when? them in concert either. Next month? No, it's this month. Oh man, I told myself I wasn't going to spend more money on tickets this month. I think it's only like fifteen to twenty five dollars. Oh, I could totally do that. Yeah, we should go. Like, Mama makes the money. <laughs> See me sticking to my budgeting? Immediately you convinced me. This is how the credit card bill gets too high, Nadia. Your friends. I was like, eh, only $20. And immediately. Is that what it sounds like? I guess so in my, in my head apparently so. And then I'm just like, okay, let's make it rain. Let's make it rain. Oh, wow. That's, that's intense. That's like literally why I can't keep a budget, but I'm working on it every day. I mean, yeah. Me too. And you know what? I'm, I'm the one who's like, I, I could just spin it. Natty will go with me. It's true. You are an enabler. <laughs> I am. I'm just like, Natty will go. If I just buy the tickets now, she'll just pay me back later. No, it's true. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Um, any other? What is any The other last questions? question is, is there a song set of songs you listen to every day? So there was a slash mm -hmm. in between songs slash set of songs. But I just read it on through and it did not registered in my head like I was like I was like that's not a real sentence and I was like I'm just gonna keep talking. You tried though. I tried my best. Um, that's a good question and this also is always rotating. Mm -hmm. It's always rotating and I go through like I go through a good two to three week phase of listening to the same music over and over and over again and then I move on. Right. Like it could be like the same three to four artists honestly <laughs> and then I go on to something else um, but I'm trying to think. I always listen to um, Lauren Hill's Miseducation. Oh, of course. I listen to that often. Like, I revisit it several times a year <laughs> um, and I get obsessed with it several times a year. Yeah. Um, so that definitely is, for me, um, Erica Badu. Oh, my gosh. I was about to say her, too. Her, specifically the album, the remake of all the Telephone songs she's made. Oh, yes. Amazing. I listen to that at least once a week. All of it. Yes. Oh, do you ever? Okay, I now I'm just like curious. Do you wa ever watch um, Tiny Desk? Like yeah, Empire of Science? course. I do. You revisit ones like often. I do. I Daniel do that. Daniel Caesar's. Daniel Caesar's. Caesar, I, I do a lot. Um, Gold Tank and the Bangas. Tank and the Bangas is like the best video. No, you just watch it all the time. I've There's watched no it so watch many it. times, and I've watched it so it's many so times good. with other people. Yeah, it's I like, like Tyler the Creators. Tiny Desk. Oh, I don't like that one. 
Oh, I did. You know which one I accidentally listened to the other day? Which one? Mac Miller. Was it good? And the mu- I don't like Mac Miller, but the music, like musically, it's amazing. And um, Thundercat plays bass on his oh, second song. Wow. And it because of the bass line, it's li- I'm like, this is a great song, but I don't like Mac Miller. But that yeah. was a good tiny desk. I mean, I enjoyed it because the music was really, really good. Yeah, we might we might have to revisit this. I'm gonna Just make like... you listen to a lot of good Mac Miller songs. Really? And then we can talk about it in the next podcast episode about how you feel about Mac Miller after that. Okay. I really like Mac Miller. Oh, I just don't. I hate supporting white rappers, but same. I, love I do. It just Mac it's Miller. too much. That's why obviously yeah. I was so nervous about saying that tiny desk because I was like, I don't like supporting white rappers. Mm-mm, I don't. But I Mac do Miller, not. Mac Miller kind of has it together. Like Mac Miller was Post Malone before Post Malone. I hate Post up. Malone. I hate Post Malone, but I Mac Miller Post I like. Malone. He's like I in between. It. He's in between Post Malone and like Eminem, and that's the kind of in between I want. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. I really like. Oh, Mac man. Miller. So then you got to watch that Tiny Desk. I feel like you would actually yeah, really, really enjoy I'm gonna it. Gonna go watch it. And Thundercats there, which is just the best thing ever. Yeah. He's only like thirty three, I think. That's wild. That is well. Um, um, what other? Oh, sets of songs we listen to. Yeah, I think <laughs> like, for me, I listen to Blonde a lot. I listen to Channel oh. Orange more than I listen to Blonde. Let me stop lying. That's true. I love Channel Orange. But um, Channel Orange is one I revisit. I'm really stuck on Jessie Reyes right now. Oh. She's amazing. Her, her, and her, her and Jessie Reyes. Like, yeah, I'm stuck on both yeah. of them right now. Um, I listen to Control all the time. Oh, yeah. I've all been listening to SZA all day today, <laughs> including yeah. all the other songs I mentioned that I'm, like, literally on this episode. yeah. Um, mm. who else do I revisit? I don't mm. know. Yeah. Well, Mava, thank you so much for the questions. Yes. This was like a really good, like thought provoking moment for my life. Cause I don't think about what I listen to often. Like yeah, I just kind of listen to it and just kind of go with the flow. And like, depending upon my mood, I like go through it, like what's going on most of the time. But yeah. Oh, we should unpack this just a little bit more. I just got in, like intrigued by something. But like, because like I'm always listening to different kinds of music for different kinds of moods. Like if I'm like in a very good mood or need to be in a very good mood consistently for a mm-hmm. while, I'll listen to Afrobeats because it's like high energy and like, right. like it just it feels like familiar to me. And so like that cheers me up. But then if I need to be more thoughtful, I'm thinking I listen to like more soul and R&B. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm at home, like home like Kansas and I'm on the radio, I'll tend to listen to more like pop and um, like alternative music, which I yeah. barely ever listen to now. But it was like when I drove, I did. I listened to it a lot. Mm-hmm. So like do you like do you have like different music? Most of the time, moods? like it's so interesting how this works. But like all of the songs that play in Insecure, I mm-hmm. listen on my drive to work and back home. Like oh. because I feel like this is the kind of things where it's like I'm looking at scenery. I'm looking at all these things. This is what happens in movies and shows. So, like, mm-hmm. I should listen to those kinds of songs when I'm doing that. And this is me actually being thoughtful about this because I don't intentionally think about this. Hmm. Like, I literally listen to, like, um, how do you say her name? Nao? Nao, yeah. Na- I, was, I was listening to Nao all the way to work today. Because she was in mm-hmm. Insecure. Because she was in the last episode of Insecure. That is very interesting. Yeah, so I started listening to Nao a lot. But I it was, like, Nao and Nao adjacent songs. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was pretty good. That's a, that's a vibe. 
It's a real vibe. But yeah, like vibing music is what I usually listen to. But like if I'm like trying to get into a specific mood, I usually start with Jesse Reyes or Kalani and then branch out from there. Because mm. they're like similar, but they go on different paths in their music. Yeah. So Jesse Reyes is like, I'm mad and I'm angry and like I'm sad about something. Kalani, you can get some like upbeat poppy shit going there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. If I'm ready to fight, you know. Knock if you buck, first and I foremost. I don't know. I don't even know what music I would listen to if I was ready to fight. Knock if you buck. That's the <laughs> only answer. Knock <laughs> if you buck is the black national anthem. I mean, I don't know. It could be something. <laughs> like, nah, I don't know. We could think buck. about. Knock if you buck. Man. Knock if you buck wide up if you buck. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're right. That's you definitely what we would yeah, listen that's the to. Only one. We would be fighting together. So we would have to listen to this. Like same that stuff. moment when you were like, I will murder a wow. white bitch. And Knock if you buck started playing in my head, although I was singing you were along the pain. Buy you a drink. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was really playing in the back of my head. Move, bitch, get out the way. I'm not a moose, bitch. Hey. Get out my hay. Okay. Get out my hay. Okay. Get out my hay. But yes, thank you so much for the letter, Lady. Lily? Ooh, wow. Lady. That was bad. Lady. Lady. Lily. Lily. Thank you so much for the letter. If you yes. guys want to send us anything or questions or whatever, go to thetablepod at gmail.com, aka T H E T A B L E. P-O-D at gmail.com. The way that Nadia was like not prepared for me to spell that was so funny. Well, because you said A-K-A, which is starting with letters, and then you transitioned right into T-H-E. I was like, so is A-K-A part of the email? I'm reading it, and I'm still confused. I hope none of our listeners are confused by that. We should just let them be confused and get both of those email addresses. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, you're right. That seems like the best way to solve that problem. Yep. So anyway, the checkout. <laughs> the checkout. We checking out this to go plate. Yes. Because it's time to talk. What's about. on this to go plate today? You know, right now we need to first acknowledge our homeboy Daniel. Daniel. Just always coming through for us. Yeah. Daniel today mm. is wearing. What is he wearing? A bucket hat. It's pretty comical, honestly. I'm trying to keep a straight face as we talk about it. Yeah. So Daniel doesn't know that I'm laughing hysterically at his bucket hat. His bucket hat. And he has like on those like the Moses Sumney glasses. Like oh, the really small ones where they small only cover your round. irises. Yeah, and they're like really stark black and gold. Exactly. Beautiful though. Gorgeous. Beautiful sunglasses. Honestly, I'm jealous that I don't have these glasses. Yeah, we could have bought those sunglasses with Daniel, but Daniel clearly was like, these are mine. Me and Natty decided to go for like bigger lens glasses that it's cover wild. our whole entire eye sockets. That's wild. But yeah. Um, Daniel's also wearing a bright yellow poncho. Whoa. <laughs> Like bright yellow poncho, like Big Bird. Like plastic, you know those plastic ones when it's raining, like when it's pouring. And there's like, and they got the hoods. They have like bright yellow. But I think it's Gucci. No, I think it's just plastic. I just (laughs) think think it's it's, Gucci. It's like, I didn't get a good look. Maybe there's. It's like Burberry. Burberry. Poncho. A Burberry poncho with his bucket hat. That's a Gucci bucket hat. That look, I see it right he now. Stole from Moses Sumney. He actually stole this from Moses. Actually, Sumney. no, I think Moses gave them to him because he's such a good person. Yeah, Daniel was producing with Moses at one point. That's what we heard, and, and now we have it. him here for the table podcast. Exactly. So we have the same producer as. 
guys. Moses, Moses Sumney. Don't add us. Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> um, what is he wearing for shoes? I didn't catch those. He's wearing... Some Tim's? I think there were some Tim's. Like, like Brooklyn, like, like what hard color? Tim. Yellow, like the yellow oh. ones. Yeah. Wow. It's like a really aggressive yeah, his, shoe for the look. It was working, though. It's like a rain boot, but fashion, and I will curb stomp you if necessary. And it's beautiful and sunny outside. Exactly. A nice, warm... 70 degrees. I exactly. don't know if that's true. That's probably true. It's probably like between 68 and 70 is what I would guess. Yeah, it was pretty warm today. Yeah. But anyway. Daniel's always coming in his finest. In his finest. That's Fashion what, icon. That's what it's like. Yeah. Working. But anyway, before we completely get off the air, right. waves, um, let's do a little game I like to call Give out some flowers. We're giving out flowers, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> what I was thinking was that was that Cody, the beautiful human Cody Charles that's, from that's... last episode, yeah. was tell like posted a um, Facebook status after I think it was Aretha Franklin died and was like give people their flowers while they're alive. Right. And I was like, yo, that's really important. And I feel like we don't do that enough as a society. And I think it'd be really, really cool if we just shouted out people that we should give flowers to in this day of 2018, the year of our Lord and Savior, Beyonce. Dang. Yeah. That's real. That's real. We definitely need to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling some type of way about it. That's like spiritual. Yeah, it's real. So my first flower goes out to... The one and only Nadia, because she's sitting across from me, and she deserves a flower. Oh, my gosh. Is this because you think I'm scary now after what happened? <laughs> Probably. I just <laughs> and don't you feel like you to need to give me a flower? <laughs> Was that your M.O.? I just, nah, this is, <laughs> like, I don't know how this happened, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. I do know I deserve the flower. You're right. I do know I deserve the flower. Um, I think I'd give... Let's see. My <laughs> my first flower to let's see. Um, <laughs> Isaac Sanders. Oh, that's my name. Yes. That's amazing. I would love a flower. I'm, Yo. But you I didn't just, even get to listen to why. I'm so sorry. I just like I thought I would say something nice. I thought we'd take the time <laughs> to really give you what you deserve. I now I don't even I was just gonna say like <laughs> For the past five days, like, no one else has been as fashionable as the two of us. You're correct. And for that, we both deserve flowers. Yeah. We were just, we were a look together. Picking up compliments. Everywhere. Throwing them at our feet. We were gorgeous. I was just, I was neglecting compliments. I just walked away. Yeah, some compliments. Nadia was like, I don't even want to say thank you. I know I look better than you. No. But I didn't say that out loud. That no. would have been horrible. But you said it with your I, eyes. I, well, these eyes, <laughs> they're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to say about them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Um, another flower I would like to give out to is, like, my Lawrence fam. Mm. Like, it's been kind of, it's been a rough transition. But, like, all the people back in Lawrence who have just kind of been, like, checking in on me and, like, asking how I'm doing and, like, stuff yes. like that. That's super real. Like, I really appreciate everyone, and I kind of, like, miss it. 
but I'm, I'm basically in just a larger version of it, so I don't miss it that much. But I do miss the people. I miss the people all the time. In fact, I was in Lawrence between the last episode and this one, mm. um, and I got to see some people who just made me feel so good. And, like, that's nice to come back to in Lawrence. Like, I come back for weddings and family and stuff, and it's just nice that there are still people there that I'm— like, just leave me feeling like, oh, man, I really don't want to leave. Because I always want to leave with that feeling. Yeah. Um, and so flowers to Cody, flowers to Lily, flowers to Darren, flowers to Javon. Yeah. Um, I should have said yes to everybody, but Javon has been like. Javon's wonderful. Javon's my rock. I don't know what I would do without him. Yeah. I really honestly do not know. He just comes uh, through. I just, you know, I feel like I'm very lucky to know Javon. I've known him only for not too long, just through music stuff, because we mm. perform together. Um, He's going to hate the fact that we're talking about him on this podcast. I know, and I'm so excited. It. I don't know. There's just something so mysterious about this man. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a wonder. He's a wonder. Oh, shit. Wow, we're going to break <laughs> We're gonna break stuff over Javon. Like, you're making us feel some type of way. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Okay, oh, I have to man. stop. Because I, I, I would just keep going. I could keep talking about and... Javon for days. Um, who else? <laughs> I don't know like, if I could, yeah, but I would try because that's how much I appreciate Other people that. I can talk about for days, Aaron, Jake, Shagufta, wow. uh, Frankie. These are good names. Uh, Galal, uh, Trinity Carpenter. Oh, my God. I could talk about Trinity for eons. This is like, let's give her all the flowers. She deserves all the flowers. All the flowers. Man, oh, man. Who else? Like, there's so many people. I My mom deserves flowers. flowers. Oh, yeah. I forgot. While I moved. I moved just, moved, well, lots of happened between the past <laughs> episode and this time. And I moved recently to another apartment. And, geez, I am not good with stress. And Ma always comes through. And she's always, I couldn't get my couch into my apartment. Like, it wouldn't fit. There was no way. I had to abandon it. And I was talking to my mom. And I was like, I just can't leave it in the hallway. That seems really irresponsible because because it's really weird but I'm super responsible and like I was like mom I don't know what to do they're gonna get upset and she's like yeah but you don't have to do anything until they get upset I was like wow mom you are right that's so right like I literally can just be until someone says something like that makes me feel so much better I don't have to have the anxiety of being like it was just really profound and she was actually like half asleep because it was 10pm here which means midnight there and I called frantic but she always answers and she was just like a couch (laughs) and I was like my poor mother yeah I mean that's what moms are like it's kind of wild I like definitely giving flowers to the mothers because my mom's the best but um, no it was like I was looking through like stats of like what's going on with the last episode. And it's so funny to me that the top spot, not Spotify, SoundCloud listener was my mom. Yes. Like y'all don't understand. My mom has always been like super supportive of me, but she's like this gentle giant kind of like figure in my life. Like she's like goes to stuff. Like I would go to track meets. I'd be running. And you know, like everybody's at the like finish line. They're cheering me on. You hear a lot of people. My mom stands at the 200 mark on the other side of the field so she can have a personal conversation with me while I'm running around a track. Wow. My mom is like this weird, thoughtful entity I in my life. And I Yeah. I like tell people that all the time. They're just like, what do you mean? It's like my mom does not stand at finish lines. My mom stands at the 200 mark. So when it's time for me to start sprinting and have like that second win, she is aware <laughs> and she is present. She's like... It's time to go, Isaac. That's literally all she says. And she says it having, like, this, like, mundane conversation. She does not yell. She's just like, 
it's time for you to go. And I hear her, and I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go. Bye. <laughs> Gotta go. It's time. She said, it's time. Got a blast. Wow. Jimmy Neutron, whose middle name is Isaac, which is me. And Circles. then we're back. <laughs> yeah. Moms are the best. Moms God, I love best. moms. Flowers out to all the moms. Flowers. They're the homies. Yeah, I think we've given away a lot of flowers. Yeah, I mean they were much. all deserved. Yeah, Lawrence fam, shout out to your flowers. Yeah, deserve yeah. and the moms. And the moms. Moms. Oh, and shout out! You know what? Shout out to my coworkers who keep me sane during the day. Yeah, like same. I've, I've, you know, I've <sighs> got some really good coworkers, and I think they deserve flowers today because some days are rough, especially during moving season, <laughs> and when they're just really kind to you. <laughs> when you're going through, and your coworkers like. No, we got you. When they're like, we're going to make you a plate because you're going to be at yoga and we're just going to make sure you have a free free plate of food, you know, for lunch. When they put that on your desk, thank you, Katie. Thank you for making me that much. I got back from yoga. I was all zen and I had a plate of Mediterranean food just chilling for me. Yo, shout with out to Katie. veggies. Shout out to Katie. Like she was, she cares about my health. <laughs> wow. Shout out to Katie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my coworkers is at bomb.com too. Anyway, we have to go. We have to stop. <laughs> but before we leave, we should talk about things. <laughs> Haven't we been doing that for We should a talk while. about things that are going to happen in like this podcast realm of our lives and like okay. what we are as a brand now. Who's gonna have a logo? Hashtag friendships without borders. We're gonna have business cards that intertwine our names and every time you flip it upside down, it like says my name and then you flip it the other way, it says Nadia's name. And we're going to infuse some technology in there. It probably has music playing. Probably. That's literally just going, ho, ho, ho. That's a terrible, that's a terrible sound. Yeah, I would never sell that. that. <laughs> we're going to get more creative. We have time. We have so much time. Um. Okay, so what are some things we're going to do? Oh, my gosh. This is exciting. We're gonna... <laughs> I love how you had to like recognize I'm... we're going to talk about the thing that you're going to spearhead. I'm so excited about this because I'm an editor and I just love, I love putting together like editorial so much. And so we're going to have a newsletter. That's something <laughs> I'm so excited to work on with Isaac. I'm just really excited because we're really fun. And, like, the stuff that we're going to be talking about is going to be amazing. And you'll just be able to, like, subscribe to it. Yeah. And just, you know, like, you'll know what plants to decorate your home with. Yeah. Because we are plant experts. <laughs> and I feel very comfortable Yo, I'm so that. excited to go to this plant thing on, on Saturday. We're going to a pop-up shop. And I'm going to come back with so facts. With facts so, and plants. And maybe that's, like, maybe that'll help us kick off this newsletter. Um, we don't have a time frame for when it's going to get going. But yeah, soon. It's I'm really soon. excited. And yeah. um, we're going to share that with you. Yeah. And then, like, later on, I was thinking, since I feel like we talk and we talk about really interesting facts and important subjects that people should, should be, like, involved with. Yeah. We could work on some workshops with the community around us. Wow. This but, is like brand new information. Yeah, it's a work in progress. I, love I have it. I have some community partners who I've been talking with, and it's gonna be pretty dope. I love it. Yeah. Isaac's always coming in with surprises, like gifts. Boom, 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 boom. He just gives me gifts when pow, we're together. Pow, 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 this pow, is pow. the friendship mm. I want without borders. Boom. Keep plugging it because we're about to have merch. <laughs> I'm literally trying to sell myself right now. <laughs> Selling all of our ideas. And then also, I was thinking, because we like community, community is important. We should have some social media groups. You should let us know if we should do it on Facebook or on Twitter. Mm. 
I'm biased towards one. And I feel like you're biased towards the other one. Are you saying that I'm the Facebook and you're the Twitter? That's yeah. just because I just <laughs> don't have enough room in my life for another social media. But I'm trying to get back onto Twitter. I used to be really active, like, in college. And I just... Man. Twitter was really easy for to have that, like, quick, fast-paced news thing. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'm tired. I'm Facebook, say, I can read an article and chill for a sec. Yes. Where, like, Twitter, it's like, woo, they keep updating. Wow, this hashtag feed is long. Twitter's like, I'm oh, stressed. man, I need to go to a meeting for half an hour. And you get back and you missed a whole conversation. No, like, if you're not About Twitter, important oh, stuff. It's like things that I miss out. Like, I was listening to Queen Radio, which is, like, Nicki Minaj's new radio station. Yeah. I was listening to it. And then there was, like, this crazy mess going on. I was like, wow, this is wild. And I think I'm, like phasing out of like the Twitter like I need to keep up with everything kind of thing because I didn't think to check it immediately. I checked it the next day. I could have been famous because I was thinking what those tweets were saying. Wow, that you missed your opportunity. I missed my opportunity. We could have been on the map. I lost Is that it. why it's young people get famous? Because of all their energy? Yeah, probably. Like they're like, I'm just going to think this thing and then pursue it. At this age, I'm like, I'm going to think this thing. I'm going to think about it for a long time. I'm going to relax in this thought. I'm going to eat some popcorn. Maybe take a nap, come back to it. A glass of wine, yeah. go to work, three years go by. Yes. Yeah, you think of about that idea wine. again. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of a glass of wine, we have wine to drink. We have a wine down that we have to go to later. It's probably going to be beer. Today? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. Okay, well, you know, this is the second episode of me and Nadia's new podcast called The Table. But it was a podcast by myself. But I didn't like it until Nadia got here. That's a lie. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was pretty great. But it is better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm biased. <laughs> anyway, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.